0: Welcome back to Suburban Sex with Remy and Addie. We have a special guest in this week's episode, our close friend, Anne, who is the founder of Nourish Health and Wellness Coaching. She's a certified health coach, wife, and mom of two little ones. We've been friends with Anne for many years, and when you hear her, you'll hear how passionate she is about helping women transform their health to feel strong, confident, and empowered because you know that's a crucial piece to having a strong sex life is encouraging a strong and happy wife. She's also a badass and shares some of her own personal story on this episode and we absolutely love her for being so open and honest for the show as I'm sure many women can relate. So let's get into how we elevate our sex lives with tips from a real life health coach. And welcome to the show. Hey, yeah. thank you. Where's Thanks for side? having me on. <laughs> you get a whole round of applause. Um, thank so, you. And if you could just kind of give everyone a quick overview of what you do and how long you've been married and kids and all of that good stuff
1: yeah yeah well thank you all for having me on today I'm super excited to be here Yay. and yes um, I am a health coach I primarily work with with women um, in various stages but primarily um, postpartum mamas and uh, women um, who are going through perimenopause so a lot of hormonal changes and so I, I really work to coach these women um, who maybe be lacking energy and lacking um, you know maybe some physical and, and and emotional um, challenges that they're working through. So they work with me. So I really work with um, the eight... eight wheels of, of, of wellness, and, and they include spiritual, emotional, intellectual, physical, uh, environmental, financial, and occupational, and social as well. And so when, when, when Addie told was telling me about her podcast, and I was wanted to share with her some, um, some of the stuff that I, I get to work with. Um, and so part of the, the wellness wheel that I, you know, because to be fully well, a lot of people get stuck on, I need to lose weight or I need to, you know, look a certain way or or have, they have an idea of what health is, but true, whole wellness, whole, like holistic functional way is to be balanced on all of these different areas. And one of those areas, of course, is this around relationships. And since I work with women and and a lot of mamas, um, it's sex comes up and, and, and there's issues like, you know, if you're a mama of five or you're, you know, you, you, or you're a new mom for the first time, you go through various stages. And so, uh, these topics do come up. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so I was privileged enough to attend this amazing uh, seminar by um, Amy Jogard. And so she is, is a th- sex therapist in, in, uh, in New York City. And she went over these amazing steps that I have walked through um, many of these steps myself and, um, and these apply to a lot of my clients as well. So I thought your uh, listeners might benefit from some of these tips and I would love to share some of them with you and kind of my experiences um, along the way.
0: Oh, I love it. Thank Sounds you. you
1: know,
2: it's challenging, though, just some of the things you're talking about, because the media sells us this one idea of what health is, and it's generally having abs, and it's having this perfect figure, and it's certain things that typically sell products rather than actual health. Mm-hmm. So when, as you've kind of had clients, you know, are you trying to, are you deprogramming them a lot or or how do you kind of approach it? Since you're talking about a very holistic approach rather than, Hey, take this supplement and you know, yeah. you're, you're going to be set.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah, I, I, I work, I have a handful of assessments that we do and I really take my approach more on a functional side on um, closer to a functional medicine is where we really get to the root of the problem. So a lot of times people come in they're tired, they're, um, struggling to lose weight. They're, they're not getting out much. Right. Or they, you know, um, like for example, I had a, a mom who who just had a newborn. She's or she's oh now she's about six six months old and so she's trying to figure out how how to work out. I'm like, well, you're she's looking at the scale and she's looking just at food. And and really sometimes food is not the only thing that we need to address. Like, how are you sleeping? How you know what vitamins are you taking? Um, what is you know, how are you eating? Because a lot of people don't even uh they think keto, they think paleo, they think every marketable thing. And no, it's really much simpler than that. It's getting back to basics. And so, um, and so, so one of the things, you know, food, health, nutrition is so deeply connected to sexuality and the body. And so it's all kind of tied together. So we have to touch on everything to make it all work and be connected.
2: I mean, sex sells, so maybe you could sell a book, the sex, tie, and everybody would buy it' <laughs> sex tie, just, just buy right it. Sex
1: yes <laughs> this is what you need to do right, right? I know so yeah, so we, so I really take a more of a holistic approach and just mm-hmm. try to figure out what is the what is the root cause because it's not it 's not the thing that 's typically screaming the loudest you 're like i 'm tired you know or you know it 's really working out the stress management it 's working out um, uh, you know any type of you know, other issues, I don't know, like other issues, like there's so many different things, you know, that, that, that come up during, during sessions. And a lot of times it's not just the, the, I, you know, I want to lose weight and I'm doing, following everything right. It's, it's their, you know, they're unhappy at work or they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, home schedules they have, you know, they're trying to balance kids, their husband, themselves and they're not doing the self care that they need. And so it's really just setting up a, a, a you know, working with them on their schedules, trying to make more time for themselves, alleviating, you know, almost like decluttering their life. Yeah. Almost so it's like they they can focus more on them and make it a little bit more balanced. So just trying to kind of figure out what they need to be more balanced.
0: I love that. I love that. And you're absolutely right that it's it's every aspect of our life that does It it impacts the other aspects as well. I mean, we're, we are one whole body. We are one whole living soul. So, what if we feel like we're lacking in one area? It could be that there are other areas that, that are imbalanced as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially stress
1: stress yes. is, is 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 connected to most of the you know the major chronic illnesses and mm. so if we can and we live in a you know high stress world and especially here in the U.S. we we we're overworked you know we're we, we jam-pack all of our schedules every day of the week and so it's like we don't really allow ourselves to stop being in that flight or fight mode and yeah. so that's really a skill that needs to be had
0: mm-hmm. oh absolutely Absolutely, the stress can can get us for sure, and that's my number one blocker usually. I mean, I I was just talking about how my favorite time of day to have sex is in the morning because my brain has not turned off yet or turned mm-hmm. on, turn on. So how it, you know when the rest of the day starts, I'm already thinking about the kids and work and this and that. Even if it's a Saturday, I'm thinking about work. Oh, yeah. I'm still checking my email. So yeah, it it all it all pieces together. So. Um, let's dive in then. Um, yeah, what are some yeah. of the aspects that we can do and help have our listeners start to think about as well?
1: Yeah, so one of the one of the main things you know that I want to convey is you know being able to really uh, you know reclaim your sexuality and live this empowered life right i want I want my clients to feel confident um, in every aspect of their life and so and sexuality is part of it and so one one of the one of the areas. That um, you know to focus on is rewriting your inspired sexual story. And so, what does that mean? So, in order to look forward, you sometimes have to look backwards. Mm. So, if you, um, you know, for like, so if you, there are many people who have had some type of doesn't even have to be like super traumatic, but some type of emotional um, situation that happened to them. And so, if you are struggling to move through that story. Like, for example, for myself, when I was, when I was 12, I, 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 uh, had some, some sexual, um, situations happened to me when I was 12 and at 13. And so that kind of was my story through, mm-hmm. through, you know, high school and really into college. And so for me, when I, when I, when I was was hearing this, rewrite your sexual story. Well, I lived a chunk of my life playing this victim or being in this victim mentality and saying, well, this happened to me. And so I have to, you know, I need to be a certain way and do all these types of things to know I need to let that go. Like I have to let that go in order to move forward. Like the, the, the person that did that to me is now gone. Like they're not a part of my story anymore. So why is it carrying with me? So like, I'm not able to, to, allow other people into my space because of what happened to me so it's like so when when I hear this it's like is this story helping me today is mm-hmm. what I'm saying to me like oh well, this you know this is who I was this is what happened to me everybody's going to be like that is that serving me that's not serving me that's not serving my partner so how right. do I let that go so it's so when you let have it trauma go.
2: that way I mean is it simply I guess most people just turn to counseling uh, mm-hmm. what, what else do you do to kind of put that trauma and turn the corner?
1: I think one of the things, and this, you know, if, if you're talking about past trauma, you know, what I find, and like there's some clients of mine that have, um, you know, suffered some, some, some different experiences. And just being able to voice it to somebody can be freeing. I mean, it just can be simply say, like, do you have a confidant? Do you, you know, it can be a coach, therapist, you know. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, if you went through something super traumatic, you need, you know, you need some to go through some work, but assuming it's, it's just, you're carrying some weight and you just need to let it go. Um, journaling, um, I've even had some, some people write it on a piece of paper, burn it, let it go and say, you know what, that is not me. Thank you for showing up. You've served your purpose. Now we need to move on. But I think what is important is that you honor your story, like honor it, but move, move forward so that you can now open and allow yourself to, to be in better relationships and Mm -hmm. and better, have better experiences. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. That's so interesting.
1: Yeah. So just to be able to like that, let, let those hurtful things go. And then you get to be, okay, so you let it go. You burned your paper, you journaled it, you told somebody, whatever your method was, now, who do you want to be? What is it you want to do? Rewrite that, tell yourself, no, I am, you know, allowed to be this sexual person, or I, I can do, you know, have these re- kind of relationships I want to have. You now need to write it, like say it, verbalize that now and say, move, move in that direction and start being positive. So, um, so, you know, if my client, I'd be like, let's write it out. Who do you want to be? You know, what, what, what kind of person you want to be? And that's the story you're going to tell yourself now. we So I assume go. this
2: okay. is something you you've kind of put into practice yourself. And I was just curious, mm-hmm. you know, after writing it out and kind of creating it, how did that impact your sex life, you know, before and after?
1: Yeah. So for me, um, my journey has been, been, it's, it's taken a while. Like it's, it's, it's been a while. So, um, and honestly my story lasted into my first marriage. And I think part of my issues was, was, created some, some of the bad dynamic that was there. And honestly, it wasn't until I, I got divorced where did really, um, I decided I needed to let all that go. And so then I was open to some, you know, different experiences that really opened my eyes and allowed me to be the person I want to be. And I'm still opening that, that person up. So sometimes it takes a while, but mm-hmm. I think being open, you know, just knowing where you are and where you want to go is important.
0: And, so and also for the partner, uh, real quick, Remy, I, I feel like yeah. to her that's point that's exactly where on, I was
2: headed. This partner, yeah. So. Go ahead. It,
0: for, from the partner's perspective, I mean, if if it takes a journey, then then for your partner, you would need to be patient in that mm-hmm. journey as well. I mean, it, mm-hmm. if that's the relationship and the the even the sexual relationship that you want. And you've got to work with your partner, not against them, to make sure that they are they're getting to that that desired state that both of you will be happy with. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely has to be a partnership, and it oh, can So, yeah. well, my question one, was one-sided. more of a
2: piggyback off that was if if one of our listeners happens to be the person who is didn't have the trauma, but their partner had some trauma. What's the best approach or advice you might have for them as their partner? may or may not even be seeking help but you know they've had some trauma.
1: Mhm. Um I think I think I would just ask them, you know, if A, if they are they you know, are they open to, to share the story with you um and if they are, you know, to have them talk about it, but find out where their safe zone is. You know, where do they feel most safe and then what are they comfortable with and what are they um what what are they would allow in, you know, mm-hmm. is it you know Simple kissing, touching, cuddling, more—you know, interest—you know, interesting things, foreplay, toys, you know, whatever they might be interested in, and find out if there's any trigger points, and they stay away from those, yep. and then two, being able to, um, to slowly introduce things okay. in time, yeah. Interesting. Just so open. So Brad's open, approach of steamrolling
2: field. the clit doesn't work. You just can't go straight at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> got. Slow. We've slow learned that that's his uh, uh, approach movie. overall. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just Take it slow. Soft
1: all, all kisses. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Soft kisses to start, but, what was but yeah. It, I uh, think... oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: was. Uh, it was, just, it was uh, one of the one of one of the movies. One of the lines was. Uh, American Pie. You gotta you gotta preheat the oven before you put in the turkey.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> we don't have sure. the the Viagra easy button. No, we are a um a dimmer switch, not a light switch. Yes.
2: Unless you're Reagan. <laughs> wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> well, there's a time and a place for that too. That's, so. right. that's true. That's true. Anne. sometimes, yeah. Oh my gosh, but yeah, but that's um, uh, but yeah. So I think just you know, just rewriting your story, just you know, shedding shedding old traumas, shedding shame, allowing yourself to be free, letting all of that go, so that you can then. Start your new empowerment journey, like mm-hmm. start to say "This is who I want to be so I think letting that go that 's really what the first thing um, you know that I work with with a client with. And then really the, the next, the next one, um, that I love to talk about is around attracting desire and creating your sexual practice. Um, this is such a fun topic. Uh, my girlfriends and I talk about this and, uh, and, and really how, how to do this. And so attracting desire. So I kind of want to talk about this just for a second, because Remy, you just made a comment about, you know, slam, bam, thank you, ma'am, or turkey, baste the turkey before he put in the oven or something like that. <laughs> and really like as, as women get older, especially with women over 40, 40 and over, um, there is a clear difference between men and women and, and, and their sexual desire and, and how they want it. Where men, it's very clear, they get aroused, and then their desire comes like quickly after. Like you're like, whoop, I see something. Ooh, that sounds fun. I kind of want to get into that. Where women, when, especially as we get older, um, you know, with kids and just aging, we think more of desire first and then... Uh arousal comes. And so the problem is we wait for the desire to come. And we can wait a long time. Some everybody. It's true. But we can just wait, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, I'm good. I don't really need that tonight. Oh, I'm fine. Go to bed. Good. It's, you know, I worked with the kids, you know, desire. But so what you need to do, and really is, is so for, for women, what I suggest is sometimes you have to prep yourself and understand that that's how our brain works and say, if this is something that's important to you and your partner, that you start cultivating that. And so uh, we, ha- so we have to be more like men in a sense of get aroused first, and then the desire will come. So that's when you put together a practice of saying, it's like almost like a bedtime routine, but this is you going to be your sexual uh, routine. And this is when it's like, okay, you maybe um, put on some music, take some time for yourself. Um, you know, you you have a special toy that you really like, or just kind of get yourself in the mood, then all of a sudden, You will, you know, you'll start wanting it more and more and more as time goes on. So I think creating some type of sexual practice um, is is really helpful. And so for me, I, I do have to be honest, my sexual practice in my life right now isn't the best because I got two little ones you know <laughs> two, two and four and I'm more on the slam damn thank you ma'am type thing right now but I have to but I am a work in progress as well so mm-hmm. I do put it you know I do put in place my own sexual practice but it's one that I am working for, working towards um to to spend more time but it is something that you have to work
2: towards hmm so yeah part of the podcast so what helped us get started was Addie and I were talking about it one night and we were just talking about how after girls night you've talked about it, you're interested in it. And all of a sudden it's way more appealing yeah. rather than going through your life and you haven't brought it up. So we thought, all right, well, what if we just talk about it every week? And yes, yeah. we have a podcast. So.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's, it's worked so far. <laughs> it's worked pretty well so far, but that's also cause we're keeping score at this point. Like, Oh, well, that's we right. have a podcast. So now we, we've got to kind of push ourselves a little bit further, but but for you know the norm, the day to day, and I think it's so interesting the the arousal to desire for men, or at least for my husband, um, I can tell after we've had sex, he's he's more desired towards me. He's he he it, he'll pat my butt when we're kind of hanging around the house, or will there's more eye contact. There's there's more of that interaction that I know we have more than when we're not having sex yeah so I I find that very interesting because Mm -hmm. I need that to get myself into the mindset yes
1: yes Yes. me too me too
0: so you know write that down Brad
1: yeah no my (laughs) husband's the same way he's like gosh you know, I'm just so much in a better mood and he's yeah, same thing. Yes. Hiss and hugging, you know, all around the kids and I'm like, Down boy, you know, yes. <laughs> he's like so amped
0: up. Yes. And, and he so, just wants it no. more. Yeah. Yes. You know.
3: Well, it, it's the uh endorphin thing, right? I mean, there's like scientific mm-hmm. uh, research about endorphins that uh that are uh, released when you have sex, right? Is that, is that, is that
1: the same for yes, men and women? women. Mm-hmm.
3: It lasts for days. Okay. Yeah. Right?
2: Some people say sex is the glue in a marriage because of those bonds, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And they also say for for females, too, uh, around working out, that you have this golden window of of 48 hours that once you, after you work out, you get a boost of testosterone. And so if you want to hit the gym Mm -hmm. and lift some more weight, you actually get stronger for 48 hours after you have sex. But then you have to have sex again. So that's like your intuition. Every four to eight hours, you have (laughs) sex. All right. I like
0: that. All right. We heard it from the health coach herself. (laughs) Yeah.
3: I'm going to play this this episode for Reagan. This is a great plan. I like this. I hope Reagan's
2: listening. Yeah. (laughs) We'll make sure he's dead. Every other day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Don't call uh her now. Don't
0: call her now.
2: Let's call Reagan. Let's make sure she's listening.
0: I love it. I love it. But but that makes sense. Uh, um, and and good for us to just kind of understand that that balance and how that works for each person um, within your partnership to, um, know what's going to work for you moving forward. So, if if it's been a while, maybe. Um, the husband should be patting their wife on the butt a little bit more, like making a little bit more of that mental effort to to get that desire moving in order to get to the arousal state if you were not in that arousal state, if you haven't been for a while. So how do you reverse that um, arousal versus desire if you're not getting the arousal as much as you expect? Um, that's That's – I mean – the crux of foreplay. I mean, mm-hmm. we know this, but uh, but you may just we we've got to talk to our partners and figure out what works. You know, what is yes. it that's going to get us there?
2: So, yes. in your show, in the, some of the notes we were talked about before the show, you talked a little bit about, in one of your points about expanding sexual energy. How does that work? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So expanding sexual energy. So I I want to bring this back real quick on sexual energy. Let's think about this, guys. Sexual sexual energy. Think of how awesome it is. We are created. Number one by sex, and two, you know, um, cells put together, exploded, made us. I mean, what energy? What amazing energy is that? That that's how we are created. So sexual energy is in. Everything that we do, and so it helps us in in, in our creativity. It helps us, you know, um, uh, you know, just in our work, in our family, like, and it, it's it's wanting to be poured out. And so one of the things that we need to make sure that we do is we cultivate that. And so if you don't have a lot of desire, if you don't, if you, if you are feeling less energy, you, we have to build that back up. It's there, but we have to build it. So it's getting creative. Um, it's, it's, it's painting. And and what I love too, is they have these adult um, coloring books. And so like, it's just a simple way to just be, to, to be creative, let your mind wander, just be open. Don't be around stress. And we about schedules and kids. It just allows you to just focus. Um, but any tool, ju- journaling, getting outside in nature, I mean, that's huge. I mean, you want to connect with with p- real positive energy. Take your shoes off, go walk in some grass, turn off, you know, put your cell phones away, feel the air, absorb all the energy. And, um, and so you want to be able to just, re- re- you know, get that energy in so you can get that energy out. And so whether it, you know... Uh, finding some way to just be creative and be in nature is just so huge to retap into your sexual energy.
2: Yeah. So is that something you cultivate on your own or with your partner mm-hmm. or how does that work?
1: That's something you, I mean, I think you definitely can do this together, but I think this is something for you individually to kind of work towards your own sexual energy. Um, but I, I mean, th- you absolutely can do it with your partner and that's probably even better. I mean, if you guys go outside and, and, Nature and feel, you know, be outside. I mean, you can even sex outside. You know, just feel the ground. Ooh, you have hey. to connect with the grass. You got to connect with dirt. I mean, you don't understand the the power <laughs> of the minerals in the dirt there, like, and and have it absorb in your in your skin and your feet. Like a lot of people, it's mm. it's crazy how a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to be touched by dirt. I need to have all my shoes on. But it's like, no. What we need to do is take it all off and and let that touch us because we absorb so much from you that. Go to the beach and, a it's a so good. Good.
2: and try to take it all off occasionally. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now you're. <laughs> <laughs> thing, you're getting everything there. It's so important. That's true. You gotta get with the energy. I don't yeah. believe.
3: It's I don't funny. believe I've had sex with. Uh, what's your name again, Eddie? I don't think I've had sex with Eddie in the grass.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Remember your wife's name? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> I'm right in front of you. We haven't had earth. sex in the grass. In the grass? No, in, not in the, the grass. Earth. On the earth. On the earth. Directly oh, on the connect. earth. We
3: haven't done that. I mean, there's always been a well, bed maybe it's or, a blanket or something in, in, in the way. We haven't. No, that, we, no. We'll let go. I
1: think we it's, all natural, yeah, it's all Daddy's natural, guys. Yeah, and he's
2: like, challenge accepted. Come
0: on. I don't think that's what my face says right now, Remy. <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know.
2: that's a tree. I don't know. I'll Bradley. I know. Let's oh, go in the backyard right now. Show's yeah, over. try
0: it. Our backyard is not quite as private as I would right. like for it to be. Um. Uh, but no, I mean, not grass, not sex outside, but but I get a walk. Yeah, a walk. <laughs> I I get the whole. It, and isn't isn't there some sort of study around this? Some some mm-hmm. new. I feel like I'm seeing um it on my Instagram as well. Probably because my brother recommended it. But but all all about the energy that you get out of just walking in the grass barefoot. Yes. Um. That's just that's so bizarre to me. Um, I'm sure there's a different energy from having sex barefoot in the grass, but that's a different <laughs> story. I think, I think Brad, she was just talking about walking, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, we always
2: I always take it a whole nother level. Of you course know. we do. About walking.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just activity. Any yeah. Activity, activity it's all good. <laughs> if it happens to be sex, whatever. Um, but no, I, I, I. I do think the creativity piece is so important too, because if we are not I I feel like before before this podcast, I had no hobbies. I, I I was so busy with three kids and work. Work was always so stressful. And I I really didn't give myself an outlet to to allow myself to be creative. Um and and I I think a podcast is a more extreme way to try to do that. I think a coloring book probably would have been an easier task, but, but, but this has given me a different sense of just having my own outlet and my own thing that I can do for myself, my own way to express myself and, and whatnot. And I feel like if we each don't have that as, mothers as working parents as um you know we're married and we are with the same partner for a long uh long long road then we've got to have something that gives us that that uh happiness that balance Mm -hmm.
2: well i know guys we like we 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 love novelty so i just i remember that one party we all went to as a group and all the all the girls had different color wigs on so yeah, that we took fun. advantage of that wig and that was a fun night after the <laughs> mm-hmm. party. The wig just created some it. unique novelty. So I don't know if that worked for <laughs> yeah. you guys. But so wives at home, I mean, even just a wig, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you can create a new persona yes.
0: and yeah. add
2: some different approach. And I know girls, I mean, you don't want it the same way every time. You know, a little novelty, you know, touch here, here spence to spence. here. You got to yeah. change it up a little <laughs> bit. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah.
1: Although although we're the wigs are fun though.
0: Right. Yeah, the wigs were fun. The wigs were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I should Rigging I, I that's a good hair. reminder. Yeah, that's a good reminder to, to whip that back out. But yeah, I I think there's an element of of knowing what's ahead of you and you know, there's some there's some positives to knowing what three positions we're going to take every time <laughs> we have sex. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which I know it works. (laughs) Well, and Addie, you know, that really brings me to um one of one of my last few points here, and that's and that's developing um or developing skills, right? Mm. And also remembering to play. Yeah. And I think that's that's huge. And and you know, Remy, for your, you know, comment around, you know, different wigs and dressing up and having fun. Um I feel like we as adults, we forget to play and we forget that sex is play. You know, we think it's this, sometimes people take it very seriously. Some people don't take it seriously enough, you know, but there's like people need, you know, and, and and another thing too, is I think we all forget that it's a skill. I mean, it is a skill. It's something we have to learn. I mean, we didn't learn. We didn't come out the womb knowing how to eat and learning how to walk or even learning how to read. We had to learn it. It's a skill. Same as sex. I mean, just when we reach a particular age, it's not like, okay, you're at that particular age and now you know what to do and hit all the right buttons and have it all figured out. It takes a long time Um, and sometimes, you know, you hope, you know, maybe you'll have a great partner that knows a lot and you learn a lot. Sometimes you have a happy accident, you know, sometimes, you know, you just don't know. And so it takes a while. So learning to play and being vulnerable with it is super important and, and have an open line communication with your partner. And, and I know during, you know, our talk today, you guys have mentioned uh, quite a few times communicating, you know, communicate with your partner, communicate. And that's huge, but a lot of partners don't communicate. There's, there's a lot of goes back to shame. It goes back to different, you know, um, feeling judged, you know, Mm -hmm. no, just let it out there. Let it let go of all that. What? How do you want to play? Play with me you know think of kids like my my toddlers mommy come play with me you know kid, yeah. i want to be like with our husbands our spouses our significant others come play with me come let's go play yeah. let's figure it out so unless uh-huh. you're hot
2: dog then you go from play <laughs> to enthusiast to full-on athlete he's sport fucking you know <laughs> all into it man he's a pro
1: hey that's good maybe he can teach some classes <laughs> that's right
2: now, Reagan and I, we did actually go back in Dallas uh, when we lived there. We went to an oral sex class one time. Yes. Uh, and man, that was something because they had, like, I believe it was a mango that they had me licking on trying to learn oral sex the proper way.
3: Mm, and they had,
2: interesting. I forgot what it was. They had some sort of fruit that they had made into a phallic shape for her to try. It was so awkward, but.
0: You it know, wasn't a banana. It, Come on.
2: No, it, it was much firmer than that. So you could really practice. Oh, I mean, firmer! It was, mm, wow. it was much. It was much more fun to watch. New <laughs> or something, but yeah, it was. I amazing. bet.
0: No, but th- well, I bet then. that was so fun. You know, you guys it went into it not me. thinking. Well, yeah.
2: Because <laughs> you know, I have no shame. But,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. sexual
2: enthusiast. Working on being an athlete like mine. My- buddy hot tub brad oh
0: my gosh y'all are giving him way too much credit he's he's gonna be way too excited after this right (laughs)
1: like just be vulnerable let yourself explore and just kind of see and don't be don't you know try not to be afraid you know just i don't know yeah well speaking of being
2: vulnerable we do throw a surprise something for our guests Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna Mm -hmm. turn this to addy and uh just be ready so oh, it's time for you I'm to ready. be vulnerable now.
0: I'm ready. Oh, we, we love it. We we all practice our vulnerability. Um, this is the part we're going to uh, edit out as I look for it.
3: Remy? <laughs> that was my intro to your um, segment that you're about to oh, do. Oh,
0: good. I'm so excited to Let's do uh, again. skip to this. <laughs> Ounce, 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 ounce. He's bouncing. Do you see him? He's so excited.
3: It has kind of an abrupt ending. I need to work on (laughs) it. It is abrupt.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, this this is our segment called The Vault, Anne. So Mm. um, we just like to get a little up close and personal. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let's do it. So um, I'm going to ask... this is what he's going to edit out. I'm going to ask two questions. Um, so you pick whichever one speaks most to you or what have you, but, um, but yes, so part of our vault is we get a little, up, really, really personal. Um, and, uh, uh, just kind of get to know you a little bit more. But perfect. Let's do it.
2: All right. It's not us asking the questions; it's the vault, so it can it's be any the vault. There is a right. lot of it's questions good. that man are way beyond what we would ask. So it's we not
1: have us. no oh, control. It's not you. It's Definitely no, not at not. all. Not mm-hmm. you. We draw not them it. randomly mm.
2: from the box.
1: That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
2: right. Let's
1: do it. I am so, ready.
0: So, um, question: The question is, um, when what was the most exciting place you and your current partner have had sex?
1: most exciting <sighs> I don't know I feel like we've had a couple
0: Ooh, please do please do share
1: yeah
0: we're yeah. sharers so, here
1: like I'm all about outside and outside the home and so we were shopping in one of the Allen outlets a few years back and the mood struck me, and so we went to the rooftop and parked his truck and just had our way. So that was kind of fun. There's cars oh, there. I don't I know if people it. are there. Yeah. I love it.
0: And,
3: and he's oh, insane. man, take stop. her stop. for a hike, stop. man. Come on. Hold on. Back up. Back up. Mm-hmm. Are you saying you had sex in the car on a parking garage?
1: Yeah, on the top. Yeah, on the top.
3: On the top, the top of the car?
1: no on top of like at the top like you know like it's like open like like when you're when you're on the top just trying to paint a whole different visual and so we just parked on top of the garage i mean on on the top floor
3: and and then this is in the back of like an the the pickup
2: truck yeah mm -hmm. or pickup back of the pickup truck truck.
1: Back of his pickup truck. Well, Dang. not inside the cab. Like, we weren't, like, outside. Like, we weren't <laughs> oh, okay. inside I the vehicle. The back, we were inside, know? but In we were of them the all. Truck. You know, it was fun. This bed's um, you know, someone pre- could have come to their car. That's like, pretty wild. Yeah. Like, hey, I like
0: that, that is wild. Yeah.
3: I don't think um, we would have done that.
0: No. Okay, but well, question, question. Were y'all married or dating? We were dating.
3: Hey. Oh, there it is. See? Bye. Yeah.
1: But- hey. But, we, but you know, we're, we're not ashamed to go outside in our, on, on our back patio on okay. any given night. And, and when we go to Broken Bow, I mean, we hope there's no neighbors. Oh, yeah. I love
0: it.
2: You kind of
1: connect with that earth. yeah. Because that's
2: one thing we've talked about is how when you're dating, a lot of the fun stuff happens. But once yeah. you're married, it's like, show's over. You got me. You know, I not don't yeah. don't anymore.
0: Okay, but yeah.
1: the show doesn't have. I to mean, it was way more fun. I mean, it was way more fun before kids. But now, you know, yeah. poor my husband—he's hit the trifecta. He got kids, and he's got me, paired menopausal. I mean, I'm all kinds of hot mess right now. So we're working on it. We're trying to for comeback right now. Keyword just
2: hot, say, baby. Keyword <laughs> is still hot. <laughs> outside girl. Yeah. life trails. You know, anything could happen.
0: I know. Yeah. Sometimes just they're just phases. Yeah. Yeah. But it is fun to think about the fun, exciting times that we had, you had, when you're dating, you know? Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's going to inspire uh, both Remy and Brad now for a parking garage. (laughs) Now we're going to just start (laughs) randomly going up, up, up a parking garage. I'll say, wait a minute. (laughs) Well, you know, I I have a
2: great... I'm very fond of the back of the pickup truck just because of our football field experience many years ago, so. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, I would be opposed to it, but I I don't know if I'm courageous enough to be on the back of a pickup truck at like 1 p.m. on a Saturday.
2: Ours was like late at night, but of course it was an elementary (gasps) school football field that we were parked on doing it in the back of the pickup, but that was good times.
0: Mm. Um, and I, will I, say one- I heard you, I heard you have a light bulb moment and I feel like there's another one coming. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know. I was like, Oh, speaking of when we first started dating. Oh my gosh. I lived in this apartment and I had this like running trail and there's this park and we might've had a couple of drinks and my dad was staying with me for oh. a couple of weeks. So my dad was there, so we couldn't go back home. Mm. So we went to the park and I was like, we all over the park. Oh, I don't even
0: know
2: who was there. I might have had one too many drinks that night. Oh, Uh, all right. Who's had sexual activity in a park or children's playground?
0: No, children's playground. I know. Wait, you too, Remy? Yeah. Oh, that was
2: like a a go-to when we, you know, when I was way younger, living with your parents, kind of go to the park late at night and yeah I guess that's out, true
0: as like teenagers but it's more like making yeah, out and you know under the shirt. Not kind these of activity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh it's so impressive I love it I love it well and thank you so so much um you got through our vault um Yay! <laughs> like <Nice. an> <laughs> Um, But all of this was so helpful. And I feel like as we post this and get more feedback from listeners and whatnot, I think there may be topics that we dive into a little bit deeper. So we'd love to have you back if you can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love being on. Oh, good.
0: Good. Well, excellent. Well, until then, we are wishing you all the best suburban sex.